is uh, This is Joe Cole. This is Ruben Loftus Cheek, and you're listening to the London, the London is Blue, Blue podcast. podcast. All right, Chelsea fans, welcome back to another episode of the London is Blue podcast. As always, Brandon, Joe, my co-host Nick and Dan. But there's no match review. There's no in-depth breakdown. We are <gasps> here for a very special moment for us and you. I hope you're here to join us for the first part of our one thousandth episode extravaganza sales and year blowout we've got it all (laughs) it's gonna be so fun um and look it wouldn't be possible for us to do this without the incredible support from the club chelsea fc that's right they came up huge to help us celebrate this moment we're so so excited to be able to share it all with you yeah we recorded this when we were in london very early in the month of March, and so it's been a little bit now, but we recorded this part of the episode primarily from the ground, graced by Osgood, Zola, Drogba, and other Chelsea greats where supporters have witnessed plenty of chaos and trophies, and we're honored to record just a part of this episode pitch side at Stamford Bridge, which really was a seminal moment for all of us. Yeah, Lee, Lee Parker, the voice of Stamford Bridge. You guys have heard him on this show many a time. Uh, on match day and the you know the face of Chelsea TV there there wouldn't be Chelsea TV without without Lee uh, joined us to reflect on the milestone he actually played host and let us kind of reminisce which was great um, in the back half of the episode we'll add some additional uh, introspection on the milestone and everyone that's helped us along the way kind of reach this this point we'll have some audio and video tributes uh, from familiar voices and listeners and then we'll we'll also put some of that stuff out on social as well just to kind of encapsulate this whole moment all right without further ado let's jump right in we're headed off to stanford bridge gentlemen our 1000th episode very exciting very special we are pitch side at stanford bridge yeah take a look around it's pretty awesome yeah sprinklers going on right now so uh <laughs> very much soaking in the experience of coming back to west london and doing so to watch a chelsea game and celebrate recording a thousand episodes of the lensman podcast soaking it in huh Really? Is going the with the water pun right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the sprinklers behind us to get ready for our match versus Leeds. Anyways, we're super excited. Obviously, a bit of a special one. Um, we're going to talk milestones. Uh, we're going to have a, uh, an interview with David Barnard, the club secretary, later, uh, and some more content. So thank you to Chelsea uh, as a club for just supporting us and giving us this access to do something so cool. We appreciate that they acknowledge the efforts. But... Uh, instead of us bragging about ourselves or just talking about the journey, uh, yeah. more more special than that, we've got Lee Parker here uh, from the club to to walk us through what we have. So um, should we just bring Lee in and get right into it, Nick? I think so. Uh, we're we're here, and this is awesome. This is a dream come true for us to do this pitch side. So let's do it. All right, Lee, welcome in. Thank you, sir. How are we? We are quite good. Welcome uh, back to. We're London. still dry. Which You're is still nice. dry. Well, that, that could change Five minutes, with the sprinklers right? going on behind us. But uh, welcome back to London. How's the jet lag? Terrible. <laughs> We're good. We are good, good? now. Come on. Uh, Lee, it's good to be in your office, mm. sir. As Thank you. Pitch side, uh, stadium announcer, man of many media talents. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. No, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for, for inviting me. And before we get into this, I just want to say a huge congratulations to the three of you for reaching an amazing milestone, a thousand episodes. I mean, it, it's an incredible achievement. The journey you boys have been on together with this club has been just nothing short of extraordinary. So congratulations to, to the three of you. I mean, did you ever imagine, Brandon, that you would, you would get to this stage? 
Oh, of course not. You know, back when we like first sent a tweet in 2014, yeah. uh, two strangers who I had no idea who they were, um, and we've just kind of gone from strength to strength. I laughed, and I said this when people ask me, like, "Oh, you do a podcast?" I'm like, I have no idea how like it just kind of worked out through this time. I mean, the fact that we actually like each other, have three different perspectives. Yeah, well, the, the idea of like doing a podcast kind of changed over the course of the time that we've been doing this mm. because, you know, a lot of people, I think during the pandemic, were like, oh, I started recording a podcast. I started making sourdough. I started doing <laughs> all of these different things during that time period. And when we tell people about it, you know, I still, you know, tell my mom, like, you know, it's just really interesting to see people's reactions. Like, oh, I do a podcast. Our podcast is listened to by millions of people. And it's been, you know, listened to in hundreds of countries, Nick. Like, it's incredible. Basically anywhere they accept American media. Uh, yeah, so there are a few that don't, obviously. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, it, I think what's crazy as I look back on it is none of us are former players. We're mm. just passionate fans who really care about the club. And, you know, to see that kind of shine through in a media environment that dictates that you have to have a former player's perspective on all the time is, is pretty awesome. It's incredible to see the journey that you've been on and, and how much the product, the podcast, has, has really evolved, Brandon. I mean, it's become something very special. You must be so proud of, of that journey. Yeah, we've continuously changed the script with different show formats, uh, make it more friendly for the, the listener, try to keep our segments tight. Uh, Dan has taken over script writing, and it's been great. Um, <laughs> no pressure. It's, no, not it's, at all. It's been good, uh, even when he sets me up for uh, failures, uh, which is well, he, just he fun. He's a little bit like the anchor man. If you put right. it in the script, he will read it verbatim. I am Ron Burgundy? <laughs> yes. Again, you'd think you could trust someone after nine years, Lee, but no, uh, lesson learned. Um, I need it, examples. I need proof of this. We'll get to that. <laughs> many. But it's also, you know, video now, like the media yeah. side of it. Podcast isn't just an audio. You have to be on camera now. We're doing all the social media clips and things yeah. like that. So, like, it's become a mini media company at this point, too, which is crazy. But at the heart of it, we always make sure the audio quality is top and, and we focus on that because that's the number one experience we want to focus on mm. well it went from being too just talking about the men's game to talking about the academy to talking about the women's team to talking about social issues around the, the club business the work that chelsea pride is doing the so many things that we've been able to cover that initially we didn't think we'd be talking about in terms of conversation because originally it was just three people saying hey we're going to talk about what's going on in the most recent match and it's evolved to be so much more and so club holistic in terms of the content we talk about too Oh, that's right. I mean, like we we have made a conscious effort to cover the women's team, to cover everything that's going on with the academy, to make sure that we have a really good perspective on Chelsea's history and help to educate uh, folks that way as well. And I, I'm really proud of that because it's it's more than just, you know, the men's team and what happens on this on this pitch right here. There's so many different stories and perspectives, as you know, from mm. all of your coverage, Lee, that make this club what it is and make it special. It's a really interesting point as well. You talk about that trajectory and you talked about the, the, the Chelsea women. You've, you've followed that timeline, haven't you, since 2014? And it's been an amazing journey for Emma Hayes and, and a wonderful group of players that you guys have been a part of. Yeah, she. I mean, she's so special. Mm. I mean, I, it's, it's amazing. We were talking last night at our live show just how incredibly unique she is in the world of football and how powerful you know, her presence has been here. It's it's amazing. We've had beers with her. Yeah. Frankie's. Like, <laughs> here we go. This is about this a mile. These are the stories yeah. we want. That's our first trip over as yeah. a group yeah. where we yeah, ended yeah. up uh, in Frankie's just having a beer. We learned that maybe she supports a different London club for the uh -oh. men's team, which we will not get into here, nope. but has done great work for the women's team and the game as a whole. And I mean, the 
characters that she's been able to put in that cast of individuals, oh, it really has made such a phenomenal team. And it, you know, in some days, <laughs> the, the easiest th- type of experience to enjoy is watching the Chelsea women play. The advancements, like with the science and off the pitch as well, the thing she's built yeah. is just phenomenal. We're so glad that we're able to do the women's show. And we've got some very smart people, Jesse and Abdullah, helping us run it. Nick's jumped in. You've got Kirby on the back of that kit. You I know, do. I have a, a Cuthbert kit, and it's just Cuthbert. fun. Yeah, it's a fun group to watch. Yeah, absolutely. My son gets to be mascot in a couple of weeks as well, and he's very, very excited. But here we are back at the bridge. What are your expectations? What are you looking forward to? <sighs> well, what are our expectations? <laughs> the expectations, we have a group with us. We're so lucky to bring 21 Americans with us. Um, our expectations are to help indoctrinate them in the passion for Chelsea. Uh, they're thousands of miles away watching every week. Like we are waking up at crazy times at, at points. They're gonna get to do the pre-match festivities. They're gonna get to meet a lot of the, the Chelsea community they talk with on social media. And we're gonna bring them here. They're gonna fall in love when they hear the liquidator come out. They're gonna walk up and see it. And that's what we wanna do, is we want to send them home with 21 new best friends surrounded by Chelsea. And we're hoping, obviously, we get 90 brilliant minutes on the pitch from Graham Potter and the squad, but there's just something special about the pilgrimage, Dan, yeah. mm-hmm. that like when the times aren't great, having friends in it is what makes up for it. Ch- football's community, Chelsea's community, and I think what we've seen over our time in this American sphere, right? The first thing that we got knocks on when we started this was that As we had an American right, 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 right. <laughs> And we've had a chance to see the evolution of what it means to be like an American supporter of mm. this club where you are following it from 3,000 miles away from five hours to eight hours to 10 hours time zone difference and trying to understand what this club means at time can, can be very difficult for someone and so I think what we've always hoped is that what we put out is really a way for people to assimilate into gain understanding and broaden the aperture of how they take in Chelsea and understand what it means in its larger context, because it's not mm. about just that 90 minutes on the pitch. It's everything centered around it from the day out. And I think Nick would tell you his favorite part of it's actually what happens pre and post, <laughs> not what's actually happening during any of the 90 minutes. Yeah, I mean, because it's it's what you get that's a little bit different, right? right? You get to do the pubs, you get to go see your friends and, and we've been lucky to build a community of, of friends like you here that we can go mm. see and, and oftentimes that's our favorite part of coming over is, is just building those relationships and uh, I think that's what makes it special I mean I absolutely love being here and mm. this is a dream come true for me but uh, I think more than that we're just so grateful to have friends that, that we can call on when we're here. And Dan made a really good point where you spoke about community and just how much that has grown exponentially on, on your side of the pond over the last few years. Have you been surprised by that that organic growth that you've seen over the last few years? Yeah, oh, without a doubt. I mean, the amount of coverage that NBC's been providing to the Premier League at large, the amount of effort that Chelsea has put into growing the U.S. market. Mm. We've seen the 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 fan days, um, you know, Chelsea's come over here, summer done a lot tour. of events. We're summer tour just this past summer. Um, I mean, seeing those stadiums packed with Chelsea fans and things, uh, there's no doubt, you know, and I think as our community grows, that's because just more people are paying attention. And um, my favorite, like, uh, persona from a marketing perspective (laughs) is the young dad or the dad with young kids who wakes up at seven in the morning, Mm -hmm. turns on the TV and the only sports on is soccer. So they're a soccer fan now. And and thankfully, Christian brought a lot of eyes to Chelsea and they've stuck, which is great. Mm, It's also really interesting uh, when you go over and you've been over a lot. We have unique 
little cultures now in the states around Chelsea. Every supporters group has a unique little thing that they do. Mm. And <laughs> Milwaukee, no, Milwaukee's got a great. Group. The the Carefree Louisiana guys are incredible. I mean, everybody has their own sort of vibe now, and it's it's cool to see them bring that over. Like the Dallas guys were over a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. I mean, there it, it's becoming a thing, mm. and it's fun, and it's unique. It's been an incredible journey. I'm going to go around the three of you and ask what's next. A thousand episodes is an amazing milestone. Nick, I'll start with you. Where do you go from here? That's a great question. I think uh, we, we kind of caught the live event bug last summer. Uh, we loved doing the, the kind of pop-up shows at the summer tour, and we're lucky to, to partner with Chelsea and America on those. Mm. And I think just being in front of a crowd gave us energy again, especially after a couple of years of the pandemic and not being able to do the live event stuff. So I hope we get to do more of that as we move forward because it was really, really special. You know, one game at a time, Lee, a thousand and ones <laughs> next. Uh, we're just hoping that they put in a lot of effort, <laughs> give, the, give the PR one. Um, no, I think the live shows are a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I want to get the trips going more regularly again. Just the more opportunities we can get Chelsea fans over here, whether it's with us or not, uh, really want to continue to drive that gap because, um, you know, there's something special about making your first pilgrimage here and kind of seeing the team uh, tangibly in person. And so I think between the live shows and, and essentially the, the live matches, um, that's really kind of, I think, the, the next big thing that I think we can just help provide for fans and continue to build the community. We've always put community at the beginning of this. Our goal is to help educate and bring as many fans together as we possibly can um, and meet them on the journey, whether they're brand new or they've been supporting for 10 years or they're parents were Chelsea fans for some reason um, just continue to feed their passion of Chelsea with content and great people I also think like I'm gonna steal another one some deeper storytelling opportunities too yeah uh, you know we we do a lot of very much uh, match focused moment focused stuff and I think doing some deeper storytelling uh, could be a really great avenue for us to drive now yeah I think there are times when you know other clubs they look at the history and I think the Generally, you look at Chelsea in a snapshot, and people tend to think about more recent history. And there's a there's a lot of really crazy stuff that has happened in this ground in the 1900s up until this point in time. And a lot of that still has to be preserved for future generations. You know, we talked to Rick Glanville quite a uh, quite a lot in terms of the club historian about what has happened and making sure that that is preserved in a way for the future so that as people continue to come to Chelsea, whether that's through a particular player, whether that's through our podcast, whether it's through the 7 a.m. dad waking up and deciding that he likes the color blue and so that's the team that they're going to choose, we want to figure out how we help make it easier to make that connection, to have that connective tissue with Chelsea and and to go deeper with it. Hmm. It's been an incredible journey and I mean we're here in an empty stadium it's very much the calm before the storm before you know it, it's gonna be 40 or thousand people in there going absolutely crazy but on behalf of everyone at Chelsea I'd, I'd like to say congratulations because I think what you do is, is just absolutely phenomenal it's a pleasure and an honor to have been a part of that journey and we look forward to the next thousand episodes and, and beyond so congratulations guys awesome job uh, thanks Lee thanks Lee all right that was a treat uh, to highlight of our journey without a doubt not only just getting to be adjacent to the pitch as the sprinklers crept in on us having lee there was was the right way to do it nick and i think that um we're so so just lucky to do that i guess yeah I've, if you would have told us in 2014 when we were starting this that we would make it to this point where we could record our 
intro to our thousandth episode with Lee Parker on the pitch at Stanford Bridge. Like for me as a huge sports fan, just being on any field is very cool. But this yeah. was holy shit, Dan. I mean, this was just one of those mind blowing moments to kind of show how far we've come. Yeah, and again, uh, would not have been possible without the club saying yes to a crazy list of ideas <laughs> yeah. when we said, hey, we'd like to do this thing. Do you think that that would be possible? And trying to figure out how to coordinate it within the very short amount of time that we were in there. We basically did it the morning of the the Leeds match as they were getting the ground ready, as they were chalking Mowing. the lines and moved from one, one corner to another and uh, just tried to figure out how we could make this happen in, in a very short window. And they were, were super helpful and kind of getting this all coordinated for us, Brandon. Yeah, you couldn't really hear it, but the liquidator was playing as we were talking about it from a tour that was going on that day. So again, it was just like the holy grail of like a fan based podcast to be able to do it in that atmosphere. Um, but now, you know, we, we've got so much more to bring into it because episode a thousand doesn't happen on our own. It is not just the three of us. Um, we've experienced so many of our major life milestones throughout this journey while everyone's listened and we've been able to share our journeys with you, which I think has been so authentic and helped build that real relationship. Um, you all have been part of our lives. Uh, I know like we've all been reached out at times. Uh, we've all been like supported and it's just so cool to have this like two way relationship with people out there that listen to us. So, um, this is a little bit of a sappy section here. Don't worry. We can, you know, return to underperforming XG and passing patterns later. Uh, this is just all about being able to kind of like share on both sides of it that, that have come and some of the milestones that have been there, Nick. I mean, if you just start with the list of players and former players and staff that we've been able to talk to at Chelsea, that just kind of sets this crazy bar that of, of like milestones we've been through. Yeah, let's just rattle off the list a, uh, a a little bit of a flex. So you know, pardon us on this, but uh, Mason Mount, Champions League winner, uh, fist bumper after the Champions League final. Uh, quite a good interview. I believe that was a high five, Nicholas, and not a fist bump. Uh, okay, well, thanks, Dan. Um, so much was happening; it was hard yeah. to tell. <laughs> yeah, you're you just kind of black out there for a little bit. Um, for Kyle Tamori, now of AC Milan, but formerly of Chelsea, we got both of them when they were. In their first season with the club, you know, which was amazing looking back at like babyface Mason, um, Aaron Cuthbert, fan favorite, incredible interview uh, for the women's team. Captain Cesar Espilicueta, uh, who's approved Espilicueta as an official nickname during that episode. That was back uh, for his 200th appearance. <laughs> that was a long time it's ago like at this 20, point. 2017, I think. Something. Yeah, I mean... Allie Riley, who is who's now, of, of course, in L.A., uh, but was formerly with the Chelsea women's team. Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Brandon. We, that, was, that was such a blast of an interview to do. We didn't know exactly kind of what we were going to get at that point, but he was amazing. Yeah, definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't. Uh, it's usually like the suggested video uh, and all, at the end of all of our YouTube videos for a reason. We got to like know Ruben on this episode. Uh, David Louise and William, of course, no longer with Chelsea, but at that time, you know, I think we've told the story a bunch. We were supposed to talk to Victor Moses and Gary Cahill that day. That was the day that Ray Wilkins died and they were both doing media. But David Louise and William were kind enough to take time out of their day on a really, really sad day around Chelsea to just come and bring a little bit of light uh, to our audience. And you know, I think those two interviews for me, Brandon, I, I don't know if I've been that nervous 
uh, doing interviews ever in my life. But that that was just huge to make it through that moment and like feel like we belong a little bit. Yeah, Dan, we were talking about that was a long day <sighs> at uh, Cobham. Very special, but when you're in that hot room for we're talking like six hours, I've got all this <laughs> podcast and camera equipment. Um, for them to literally go out of their way to do something for us was, you know, I think they'll always have a, a, a special place in our heart. Yeah, when you look at it on a map, it doesn't look like it's far away, but it is a journey to get there. And it is a very, it's very much you're waiting minutes to hours for when they're available, post-treatment, post-meal, post-training, and you're just waiting for the moment for them to drop in. And, you know, we've learned that you have to bring snacks. That is an important part of the Cobham Day experience now. Yeah, for sure. And look, I think it, without a doubt, one of our favorite interviews to do, uh, we've done this multiple times, is with Joe Cole. I mean, again, he has, a, he has the mischief behind the eyes. You always know, Brandon, that he wants to say more than he should. And he's been very good. He hasn't, he hasn't divulged too much with us. But what a what a sweetheart of a guy, honestly. Yeah, I think getting him at when he was at Tampa Bay Rowdies, when we got to all hang out and do, you know, uh, an annual meeting with Dan and stuff down there. Um, that was fun because he mm -hmm. was in such a different environment and different vibe and being removed from the club. Uh, he got to say kind of whatever he wanted because he wasn't affiliated with Chelsea at that time. And he really opened up. It was um, yeah. It, to, to just to hear like Tampa Bay say, yeah, we'll do a media request. Like we were just this little podcast at the time was, um, it was cool. <laughs> uh, club legend, Dan, Bobby Tambling, uh, second the highest Bobby school. Tambling to you, Nicholas, the <laughs> Bobby Tambling. Yes. Uh, I mean, second highest goal scorer in the club's history. Uh, pretty insane that we got him on the show in, in 2019. Yeah. And no one's touching that record anytime soon from, uh, from the current era. <laughs> no, definitely not. And then look, you know, as we go down the former player list, Tori Andre Flo, uh, incredible interview as he was, a, you know, I think a part of the kind of loan army and making sure that uh, some of our loan players were having good experiences. The professor, Pat Nevin, uh, we've had him on the show multiple times and is probably the most interesting interview that we have done of all these. He's such a deep and introspective thinker. Uh, Dan, that like uh, to me, I just look forward to the chance that we get to speak to him. He's got you on pins and needles because he's going to quiz you on something. He's going to come with a stat that you're not expecting. And he's also going to come with amazing literature, music recommendations. DJ Pat definitely has never let us down, Brandon. I love Pat. Look, just come with the right stats, though, because he called us out that we did not have the right stats <laughs> yep. for him in his career. And kudos to him. You know. And then look. Paulo Ferreira, very, very much the same to Tori Andre Flo. We kind of interviewed him as he was part of the Lone Army. And then this summer, again, if, if young Nick is looking back at this, we got to talk to Roberto Di Matteo, who has had so much history with this club, Brandon, but was the architect in a lot of ways for one of the greatest moments of our lives in 2012. And just to get to hear stories from him, he's such a soft-spoken, you know, unassuming kind of guy, but was so funny with us. And really kind of let loose. And that was such a great interview. Champions League winner, Roberto Di Matteo. Um, we tried to ask him a couple different questions because I'm sure he's been asked the same thing over and over. And he was he, he seemed excited to get to chat with us at the hotel room uh, again as a part of like Chelsea's summer tour. So uh, definitely some career highlights in here, I think, for us. And as we're like writing this list and just watching it continue to grow and grow and grow, I think like. 
you kind of forget because we're just on to the next thing so fast, right? With this podcast, we're always looking at the next thing, the next win, the next uh, chapter that this reflection episode has been, I think, really good for us because uh, things move so quickly that um, it's it's good to remind ourselves what we have accomplished and what we've been able to do. Um, and what the great thing is the next part coming up is, is how we did it with all the help from our community and like our village. People forget we, we started by publishing one episode a week for the first three years that we were doing this, maybe a Champions League Wednesday or something like that. But it's grown into this four or five day a week kind of show. And I'm so proud of, of how that's evolved, right? I mean, Ch- you know, we'll, we'll hear from Chidge later, but he joked that we beat the fan cast to a thousand episodes, even though they've had about... I don't know, four or five years on us because uh, we so just little, little Max Verstappen moment. He's yeah. just la- we're lapping the field. <laughs> well, you think we did like sub 40 episodes in season one, just over 40 in season two, around 60 in season three and four. And then in season five was when we got crazy and we broke triple digits. And there from there, we've gone from trip like 100 some to well over 200 a season now. And that just goes to show you again about 34 episodes season one. But we're just figuring it out. Right. And apparently we figured it out and we're like more, just just more, 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 more. And and to be fair, you, the audience, have demanded more. You want more. You can't. Uh, get enough. You we're, we get messages all the time, Dan, and DMs. When, when is this coming out again? When are you guys doing a thing? <laughs> Did you hit publish? It's not my podcast feed. <laughs> well, the other thing that I think we have enjoyed a lot in addition to those interviews is ramping up to do more events in person and with listeners. Obviously, the past few years were maybe more challenging to do that when everybody was stuck at home and now we've had a chance to get back, particularly the Chelsea and a tour of the, in the U.S. this last summer, getting to go to Vegas and Charlotte and Orlando and do shows for 100 plus people and all those venues. But we were in London just recently. We got a chance to do a live show in Classic Football uh, shirts in their store in London there. But we've done multiple shows from the pub in London. We had our first show in Minneapolis, which was the First time we had met each other in the, Brits pub? in the upstairs of Brits Pub on the modified pool table that we used to get the <laughs> recording going. I think Brandon's family re- represented about a half of the actual in-person attendees. It of wasn't the that bad. Podcast too. Hey, there was like <laughs> okay, forty people third. there, man. They were there. <laughs> Come on, we had a good we had a good group. Um, like twenty-five, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's grown as well, and so I mean, you know, it's just been an absolute joy to continue to get to do this and get to meet with people in person who listen and uh, hear stories about, you know, where you listen and how we play a part of your day. And, you know, it's a very, very humbling experience. Absolutely love doing the live shows with the fan cast boys. Uh, we've done a couple, we did one in the Atlas pub. We did one at the, in, the, in the basement the pensioner. of pensioner. That was tough. <laughs> that was a, <laughs> it was an odd space. Very loud. That audio room. is, it's not great. Don't seek it out. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. But you know, the it it's one of those deals, Brandon. When you get when you get an audience giving you feedback immediately instead of days later when they're listening on their own, like it's such a fun uh, and cool vibe. Yeah, and by the way, guys, we were in a professional studio this summer in Vegas. Shout First out to Blue, shout out to Blue Wire. Their studio at the Win is 
top Amazing. notch. The staff are even better. Uh, and I think that's when my wife saw us in that. She was like, all right, this is legit. This is really a thing. And it's true. You're sitting there in this, uh, in this environment. Thank God we had Matt and Naz before they got into Vegas <laughs> and, uh, we got them in a fresh instance, but, um, so, so cool. Like packing a world of beer in Orlando. Shout out to all of you that had come, uh, Charlotte. We, that part was packed as well. It's just so much fun. We're just so grateful for that because we've always said from the get beginning, this is about community. And when you get to be in person with the community, it tops it all, you know, and, um, we, we hope to do more this summer. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, but none of this stuff happens, Dan, none of it without our team. And some of the team are public facing and create content and you get to know them. And some of our team are behind the scenes and they actually don't want to be on camera or sometimes they don't want to be on audio, but we pull them out occasionally to help us. And, um, you know, Jake has, has been leading our audio editing. I think he said since like season three or four, I, at this point, I don't even know. Jake is just, he's on the team. He's a part of the fabric as people would say. Um, and, and a quick, like just behind the scenes story the fact that Jake works with us, guys, is an absolute anomaly. I posted the position on Upwork. He was brand new to the site, and I think I said I wanted someone with experience. He didn't have it. He was not allowed to apply for the job. He emailed us and was like, I saw the job posting. I can't apply. I'm a Chelsea fan. I want to do it. And so we ended up connecting off-site, and, and we've been doing it ever since. Huh. If Jake has an Upwork profile, we might have just violated the terms of service there, but he, the Drip Lord himself is, because I think you said it so eloquently, a part of the fabric of the Women's Blue podcast. Everything you hear in terms of the audio tracks behind the ads that go in, the bumpers at the beginning of the season, the fact that it sounds really good because sometimes we don't, we don't put ourselves in a position to have the best audio. And Jake makes sure that even when that happens, that you, the listener, are not negatively impacted. It is uh, a really, really wonderful thing. Which one of us, Dan, doesn't use their proper mic most? Hmm? <clears throat> well, uh, some of us travel frequently and <laughs> have to adapt to the situation. And Jake is very understanding of that. So I appreciate it. Some of you have met Jake in Orlando and in London last year. Uh, and if you have, you just know he's a big sweetheart and couldn't be a taller nicer than guy. you'd expect, by the way. Yeah, he's a, he's a string bean, man. I mean, he's he's uh, Nick was like, oh, finally, I'm gonna meet this someone on the team that's smaller than me. All right, fuck off. First of all. <laughs> Any opportunity, uh, yeah, cool. that's why he's best um, friends with Ishan. Yeah, all right, here we go. Um, First of all, Ishan, don't let him talk shit about you like that. Fuck these guys. And then second of all, Jake, like literally with the amount of content that we produce, Brandon doesn't have the time to edit all these episodes anymore. Like he's he's a pinch hitter on editing. But Jake and now Nemanja, right, who has, has been kind of our second editor because we need to give Jake a chance to eat and stuff sometimes like it's it's been an incredible thing like you you legitimately don't hear this podcast on your airwaves if not for those guys and i don't know if there's enough thanks in the world that we can give uh jake and, and nemanja for all they do brandon it's it's an absolute grind that we put them through and they do a phenomenal job and think about when we drop episodes to them 10 o'clock at night on a sunday like yep midday 
And Nemanja, he's in Europe. Jake's here. So we kind of have this like great coverage model, but these guys are just always available. And uh, like I said, um, we are so, so blessed to, to have high quality audio people uh, producing the podcast for us. And they always give us ideas and suggestions to make it better as well. So um, yeah, just honestly the backbone of this because without good audio you don't have a podcast and that wouldn't be able to go into video and social and all the other things it literally starts here and think about this jake has made custom music for our ad inserts to make them sound better the dude's an actual musician like he he does his own uh musical production he dj's like he's a he's a really talented cat so uh yeah just again uh, a sincere huge amount of thanks to Jake and Nemanja for helping get our audio production out there. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned, Ishan, love Ishan. I'm so glad he got to come on the summer tour with us uh, and just ride along. He was the biggest trooper. I mean, that guy. Workhorse. Didn't even have a bed the first trip, the first stop. <laughs> <laughs> didn't stop him. No. Oh, look, Airbnb listings are, are very <laughs> Very bad. Very poor. <laughs> so we rushed, my wife and I, and got him an air mattress. And we made sure to take care of him because we needed to to have him well rested. But Dan, Ishan, you, you know, have been really leading the the Twitter charge on social. Um, and to have him really just go from a text-only platform to the richness of media and things like that has has just helped that our platforms flourish. Um, because he knows what the Chelsea fans want because he is a Chelsea fan. Yeah, I mean, we were looking for ways to help people find the podcast, help people expose the content to them, because sometimes when it's a audio-first type of platform that it's not always easy for people to discover it or find it. And Ishan, in the way that he's produced countless videos that have gone on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube shorts and all of our channels to, to trying new things, to pushing us to do things that maybe we weren't super comfortable with, but people seem to like in terms of the tiny mic series or whatever else it might be. Ishan has definitely done a really, really great job. And I think he's helping it make he helps make it easier for people to find and engage with the content. And uh, we're very thankful Nick for the the work that he's done to help make the show more accessible for all listeners. Yeah, we just wish we had more more time in our in our daily schedule to give him to produce more stuff. I mean, because he would he would be producing even more if we if we could give it to him. But yeah, I mean, the, those three in particular, they are behind the scenes. Some of you have have met them in person uh, throughout the the last year, but uh, again, none of this happens you know in the way that you're used to without without that contribution. And uh, we're so damn happy that, that we have this incredible team working with us. So uh, from here on out, we're going to shout people out that have been a part of the journey. And then we're also going to mix in some of the messages that they sent in. Um, so you're going to kind of hear a blend of, of us just, you know, like I said, giving recognition and thanks to where it's due. And then you're going to get to hear from some of these people kind of give their uh, side of it as well. So um, hope you really enjoy this. Uh, but to continue down our list of essentially contributors, uh, hosts, uh, talent really is what they are. Um, kind of the, the first show that we launched outside 
of just the men, I guess the three of us really, Nick, was blue royalty covering the women. The Emma and her team got to the point where like, we weren't able to cover them enough and they were forcing our hand because they are so damn good. And you guys were able to spin out blue royalty with Abdul and Jesse. Yeah, that's right. Uh, go rate, review, subscribe. Obviously, that's my pitch every time you, you hear us talk about Blue Royalty. But it is, um, it's been a real joy to get to know Jesse and Abdullah. Um, both are uh, phenomenal contributors to, uh, I think, women's football in general, but certainly to the to the Chelsea Women Show that we do. And Abdullah has more of the analytical lens, I think. Jesse is tuned in to the culture and news around Chelsea and you get a really good balance. And on the shows that I'm on, I make them worse uh, for, for where, but I think the, the overall point that I would have on blue royalty is, is women's football is growing. Uh, Chelsea put out a phenomenal product. And if you are at all interested in just becoming a, more well-rounded Chelsea fan, I would highly recommend listening on a weekly basis. They do two episodes a week uh, to get to know that team even better because it is a hell of a lot of fun. Obviously, I do Cobham Crew with Phil at Chelsea Youth, uh, talking about the Academy, which has been a ton of fun. Uh, It's funny, you know, Phil and I, he wants to do more, and I'm so, so blessed that he gets to, uh, you know, come on and wants to work with us and things like that. Um, got to see him again recently in London. Just hope to get more, uh, continue to do more with him because he's excited and really grown into it. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Dan, you you definitely been the engine behind the Tinkerman uh, with Joe and, and Yaz is, is what we used to know it as, uh, I guess. Yeah, that's a, a happy, sad moment because Yaz is – doing some great work where he is now and uh, we're still engaged with him we're still hoping that the uh, Celtics can go win a national championship here which would be uh, an NBA championship which would be ideal national yeah, they're, um, they're dropping back down to college huh? <laughs> tough year oh, I don't know it's it might not be as easy considering how crazy it's been this year um, but look uh, you know Joe's been a long time uh, contributor and friend uh, you know the, the fact that it took us to this most recent, uh, the second to most recent trip that we went on as a group where uh, we had a chance to enjoy both of the, or enjoy one of the FA Cup finals, did not enjoy the other one quite quite so as much, um, but get a chance to uh, engage with him. And, you know, obviously the uh, newsletters that he's put out before, in addition to all the audio content, sometimes a soliloquy on the uh, Hamlet level of, uh, of length and... <laughs> conversational look, beat like the motherfucker's deep he has deep knowledge deep expertise he's i think he's helped us tremendously in in learning more about the club learning more about scouting learning more about tactics stuff like that he's been phenomenal in that regard and you know keeps alone is one of our best performing episodes of the year for a reason it's a lot of fun to do so yeah. big shout to you joe uh, right. Then we also have the famous CFC, Nick, our Chelsea history series that we have to help people understand and learn about the club that they love. Yeah. Rick Glanville, man. I, I just cannot say enough about Rick. Uh, he is the club's historian. He's doing a podcast on our network because he had this idea for a long time and, uh, came to came to us last year and said, Hey, I want to do this. And there's not really been another great spot to do it. And I, I think this would be a really great fit. I met with him and his co-host Gary Barone 
last fall when I was there in, in London, we sketched it out. We built our first uh, six episodes and they've just kind of taken it and ran with it. If you're if you're not listening to these episodes, you're doing yourself a disservice. They they broke down the Chelsea badge in audio form on their last episode and you can picture it vividly in your brain. Uh, it is immense storytelling, immense knowledge, and I just absolutely love them both to death. They are doing a phenomenal job on that podcast and very little supervision from me. Uh, they're just taking it and running with it. Yeah, and then last but certainly not least, Sam, CFC Central, Dan, uh, you guys become a big one-two punch on on the feed. Well, look, it's just me knowing when to get out of the way. As Nick put it so eloquently with the hands-off supervision, I think what we've built with Sam and with so many others here is just a space for them to show off their great knowledge, their ability to tell stories, their ability to analyze a match, to connect you to the game on a deeper level, to bring you closer to the club. Sam does that in spades along with everyone else that we went through on this list in terms of helping us continue to learn as a trio, helping listeners and individuals who enjoy the podcast, whatever kind of format that is, whether it's in the text tweets that Ishan puts out or the video that we get posted a couple of days later. All of this is made better by this group of people and we would not be at this moment be celebrating a thousand episodes if it weren't for uh, everything that they have taught us and how they have helped us make this a a better uh, and more kind of inclusive platform so yeah that's our that's our whole you know team but there's still so many more people so beyond our team you're going to hear from abby mccarthy olivia bizaglo uh ollie glanville and louis benevente uh so we're really excited to hear what they had to say we'll be right back um look I was really bad, and I did not plan what I was going to say. I did not make a formal video when the window was opened up for episode 1,000, uh, partially because I knew that I would get to hear what everyone else said first. Uh, <laughs> so here I am. This is Editor Jake, by the way, if my voice isn't familiar yet. Um, the guys really overwhelmed me with the, the nice words, the kind words, and they're very appreciated. Um, I'm happy to have been a part of this. Uh, I really am for what many people perceive uh, the model of what a young Chelsea fan in America is. I fell in love with this team during the Drogba era thanks to a after-school counselor who played the games on a rollout TV, you know, those ones that you had on, like, a rainy day at school. Um, and we watched the Champions League final, and I was like, holy shit, that's sick. Like, those, those guys are cool as hell. And I was right, honestly. I mean, I kept watching pretty consistently from then on and uh yeah years later i've been to games i got to go on the trip last year with the guys uh, made my pilgrimage quote unquote as we've called it throughout this episode to the bridge and um yeah it's it's unreal man and just never thought i'd be in this position in the chelsea sphere even as a loving fan for so long um i'm really appreciative for what this podcast has brought to my life uh especially getting to go over and meet everyone and just feel at home in a place that I consider to be loved, but I've never been able to experience a lot of time in. So yeah, shout out to the guys. I will say they, they made it sound like this is hell for me workload wise, which <laughs> it's tough sometimes, you know, we've ramped up. We did some one day turnarounds, especially lately, but I, I love doing the pod. It's a blast. Um, I'm not somebody who's particularly big on like hitting the club on a late night, you know? 
unless I'm DJing. So if anybody's in Florida and want to come see some DJ Jeremiah Ludacris in Gainesville, Florida, hit us up. Hit me up. Uh, but yeah, I, I like sitting at home editing a nice little London is Blue podcast for my night, drinking some tea, thinking about the game. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for a thousand episodes. Seriously, I've edited like 700 of these somewhat near there, which is crazy. I would not have fathomed that when I started this five years ago. So appreciate all of you guys. Love you guys. Appreciate when you guys hit us up about the pods. Give me a nice little... I like that edit. It it makes my whole like month. So thanks guys, sincerely. And uh, I'm going to pass this off to our other contributors. Hey guys, can't believe we're at the thousandth episode mark and couldn't be more honored to be part of the, uh, the journey. I mean, the London has been part has been a huge staple in the Chelsea discourse and a home for many of us to listen to uh, on all things Chelsea. And I'm supremely blessed to be part of the network covering the women's team. And, you know, can't thank Nick Brandon and Dan for the opportunity. And, you know, all the work that they've done over the last, um, you know, seven, eight, nine, nine years and, and you know, the, the countless times we've covered, um, you know, the, the women's team, the men's team, the academy, it's been, it's been absolutely unbelievable. So, you know, here's to another thousand episodes. Hey guys, congrats on a thousand episodes. It's been an absolute joy to have been even a small part of your journey. The work that you guys do is immense. Um, the amount of stuff that goes on behind the scenes as well as in front of the microphone is uh, just a tribute to you guys and how much you love the club and even through the ups and downs of being a Chelsea fan which we've seen a fair few um, you guys are great to have in in everyone's ears Um, so yeah keep the blue flag flying high 1,000 episodes it's pretty staggering when you stand back and take a look at it from a distance Uh, I mean first and foremost it's a credit to the work that you three guys and the team behind you have put in over the years it's it's really something to behold and I've been a part of this journey for a few years now um very humbling and very honored to be able to to contribute in any way obviously I've been doing this Chelsea youth thing online for a fair while now and getting into the podcast game wasn't always something that I'd entertain doing it took um more than a decade to the bullet and jump in and to be honest there was only one platform and one podcast I was ever interested in in working with and that was you guys and I've never regretted that decision it's been a wild ride it's been great to get to know you get to meet you in person over here share good times support each other through bad times and 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 really just watching you guys go from strength to strength has been amazing and to see where London is blue is now and the team that puts out content so much content each and every week across every department of the club it's it's raised the bar for all of us it's improved me personally professionally uh, and in every which way you can imagine and it's just been uh, been my honor been my privilege and here's to a thousand more congratulations everybody Thousand pods, eh? Chelsea Southampton match was a 4-1 home victory over Newcastle in 1932 in which Huey Gallagher grabbed a hat-trick against his former club. Our thousandth Premier League game was against the same opposition in May 2018 under Antonio Conte. This time, the defending champions lost 3-0. Sometimes, thousand milestones go as well as you hoped. Sometimes they don't. But whatever you do, don't have an Arsene Wenger. 
East Thousandth Arsenal game, as we all know, was a 6-0 thrashing by the Blues. Now that, my friends, is always worth celebrating. Well done, chaps. Keep up the great work. So, when I was a little kid in the 60s, nothing could quench my appetite for all things Chelsea. But there were meagre offerings. If someone had told me then that in the future there'd be this thing called a podcast and there'd be a myriad of different providers giving me information on goal descriptions, match reports, news, views, history and opinions about Chelsea, I'd have been so delighted and I would have believed it. And if they said one would be so much better than the others because of hard work, dedication and above all passion about the subject matter, I'd have been absolutely delighted. If they said one would actually reach a thousand episodes, that would be amazing. If they then said one would be, that this one would be American based, no way, couldn't believe it. What can I say, lads? Awesome. Take care. Hey boys, congratulations on your thousandth episode. I always said you'd make it. Here's to many more rounds at the tavern, Porto nights in Europe, and to the lasting friendships made along the way. So happy to see the pod continue to flourish. Here's to the next thousand. Keep the blue flag flying high. Hey guys, Abby McCarthy here. Wow. 1,000 episodes, baby. Can you believe that? The London is Blue podcast. 1,000 episodes. I can believe it because I absolutely love listening. And here's to the 200th millionth episode because what you guys bring to the table is just brilliant. The podcast is always such a fun, entertaining listen. And shout out especially to the times that you've had me on as a guest. That has been such an honour as a Chelsea fan. And also, that Champions League final episode, just phenomenal. I mean, we all want to relive that night as much as possible, right, as Chelsea fans. But, yeah, that episode, it makes me emotional. It gives me goosebumps. Just the most incredible night. We've shared so many great, fun memories as Chelsea fans over the last couple of years. And... Things maybe aren't quite where we want them to be right now, but I'm very excited in the future of this new squad. So many exciting young players. And you know what it's like following Chelsea. It's never dull, is it? So keep up the amazing work, guys. Big love. I hope you're having a beer or two or a tequila or two to celebrate 1,000 episodes. And I look forward to hopefully crashing your podcast again sometime soon. Hi, team. Um, I just want to say a huge congratulations on a thousand episodes of the London is Blue podcast. It has been the biggest pleasure to have even met you guys, to have worked with you guys, to have been a part of what has been such a successful and iconic, I would say, podcast. I mean, fitting that this is what I'm wearing to record it. Um, and the view is amazing as well. I'm on holiday right now. Um, but yeah, when I look back and think of like all of the fun things we've done, I mean, the things that stand out to me are the the draft, which was the f- best and just funnest um, podcast that we recorded together. It was so good. I remember sat there, we were all drinking. Um, and it was obviously not just us lot as well. There was obviously other people involved, um, which was amazing. And of course, the Champions League final. Um, to get to see you guys in Porto, to get to celebrate with you guys after the game, after we'd won it, um, was incredible. Um, And yeah, guys, it's just been an absolute pleasure to be a small part of your journey. Thank you so much for getting me involved, for, you know, allowing me to be a part of it. Um, I've loved it. You guys have absolutely smashed it. And 
I'm sure will continue to smash it as you know the episodes continue a thousand such an incredible milestone um and yeah I'm just grateful to have been a part of it so thank you so much um it's been an absolute pleasure gentlemen congratulations on a thousand episodes of listening to Nick yeah that is couldn't do it if I'm being brutally honest but uh, you've done it congratulations it's great no more importantly though from fantastic Great to see London's Blue doing so well. A thousand episodes, only a couple of years ago, we did the 500th episode, and you guys have that so much with Wharf um, and all the other stuff as well that you've been doing, which has been fantastic content. Um, very, very proud. Fantastic stuff. Keep it going, and here's to a thousand more. London's Blue, boys! All right. Career highlight night. If you remember, we have... It was so big, Dan, that we had to name ourselves. And... <laughs> It became the Porto Five. It's kind of like when a basketball team has a big three, and you know you know those people because they're the Fab they're just Five, like, man. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is probably a little bit better. Um, this was, uh, you know, not just the three of us. Uh, could have almost been only four of us, um, but thankfully it was five, and it was also Andrew McDougall and Jason Ulner who. We were connected with in Porto as we planned this crazy, would we go to the Champions League final if Chelsea made it into it? And we said, yes, we would. And then we didn't think it was going to happen. And then we basically had a 24-hour window to say, yes, we were going to do it. <laughs> uh, and we did. And um, the fact that these two have become uh, such amazing friends throughout the process as well is kind of a really just a, yeah. The craziness of life and the the happiness, uh, you know, that presents itself there. Yeah, I mean, first of all, these two were instrumental in us even getting there, uh, even being able to go in the first place. And then while we were there, we couldn't have asked for a better hang. Um, you know, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal day out. Go listen to the episode again. You'll get all the details. But uh, one of my favorite memories from that whole day is... Uh, sitting in Jason's apartment after we won and just kind of all of us being punch drunk in the room and telling stories and eating the smallest pizzas known to man and drinking Jack Daniels out of a bottle. And, uh, you know, it, it was just so damn special. And these guys have just remained fast friends, you know, from that moment on, Brandon. Absolutely tremendous, tremendous people. The best ever. Uh, again, we, we obviously knew Jason beforehand. We got connected as a group with Andrew, and he slotted right in as an absolute, like, champ. Um, you know, the North America connection for us with him being Canadian clearly uh, helped uh, mend the bridges. So uh, we have two messages from them. Super excited. Kick it over to them, and we'll be back with more. I had the pleasure of meeting Brandon, Dan, and Nick when they came through London about five years ago. Uh, we've shared some pints, uh, watched some football, and then uh, had a pretty epic weekend in May of 2021. We weren't really sure it was going to happen. Uh, somehow we lucked into a few tickets from the club to go to Porto. Um, it was touch and go for a while, whether we could pull it off. Uh, There's still some pandemic restrictions but um luckily we uh, i'll never forget just uh, getting the text from them saying we're a go buying the tickets and then spending about 36 very stressful hours trying to figure out how the hell we were actually going to get there um 
we did all manage to arrive safely in the end. Uh, it took Dan uh, a little bit longer, but uh, I think he'll say it was well worth it. Um, to this day, one of the greatest 48-hour period of my life, uh, not just the game, which was, of course, magical, but you know, hanging out with uh, about five or 6,000 Chelsea supporters after having not uh, seen anybody for a couple of years, being in a beautiful city, beautiful weather, uh, after coming from Northern Europe, where it's quite crap, um, and just enjoying uh, two days of uh, revelry with uh, fellow Chelsea fans from around the world was uh, was very special, and to uh, to share it with these guys was was just incredible. Um, of course, you know, the game itself I'll never forget, but my favorite moment actually came afterwards. We had uh, gotten some beers. And put them up in my flat uh, just in case uh, we were going to be celebrating or commiserating afterwards. But um, we ended up with about 20 or 25 people packed into a pretty small hotel room. But everybody was just so happy and so exhausted, but just utterly elated and, and proud and thrilled to have been a part of that. So that, that's my moment with these guys. Uh, we've shared some other moments since, uh, some ups and downs of the FA Cup last year for the men and the women. Um, but uh, here's to another, uh, I don't know, decade or two of, uh, of doing this. Thanks, guys. 1,000 episodes. That's a hell of a shift, boys. So glad to have gotten to know you. How could I ever forget meeting you on the streets of Porto ahead of a pretty important match? I'll never forget our celebrations at Kai Havertz's goal, just like I won't forget frozen ham sandwiches and teeny tiny celebratory pizzas uh, in the condo after the match. Uh, here's to a thousand more. I can't wait to listen to all of them. So the the next group, Nick, have been um, referred to on one hand as uh, the reason and uh, maybe the 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 benefit of us having a podcast, and then it's sometimes maybe they're blamed for us <laughs> being <laughs> a podcast and in this position. But it is the Chelsea fan the, cast. Definitely the first couple of years, it was totally <laughs> a blame. Yeah, yeah, good old Stanford Chidge, the Pod Father, as he is so aptly named um you know the og where they started in a pub after match just with mates grew it to a tv studio set and then have settled right into just being able to do reviews and previews every single week they're on radio for a while i mean chidge and and the gang have done it all and uh they're absolute inspirations for this and when we're starting i asked him for help and support and he welcomed us with open arms yeah i mean that's that's who they are right um you know we we may disagree at times on some things but chidge is you know he he has a message where he calls us uh you know his he's like it's your uncle chidge and that's kind of how he is to me frankly he's one of my favorite people on the planet and to get to spend a little bit of time with him a couple of weeks ago at the pub uh you know he's he's just such a storyteller man he's so captivating and you know he is uh he gives us shit in the most loving way possible and i absolutely love that about him uh, and you'll hear that there's there's real love between our two groups. You know, it's it's not only him. It's Clayton, uh, who, you know, we love going out for a meal with, you know, him and Dan. We got to do that. Dan Silves, uh last time that we were there. Dane, who has you know been a, a tremendous part of this experience as well. And then JK, who's, who's uh, you know, maybe not as much of a pub goer, but who we've met doing live shows and things like that before. So all these guys. One, they do a phenomenal show, and it's very different from what we do, and I love that. 
Uh, but two, they've just been, as you've said, Brandon, so damn welcoming and they've made the experience better for everybody. And, and final note on Chidge is, you know, he wants every podcast in the world to be a Chelsea podcast. And I think that just kind of sums up their attitude uh, for, for everything. Uh, right. I think, uh, you know, with that being said, uh, we'll go ahead and, and rattle off the message from Chidge. Um, yeah, you know, we, we get a bit emotional. I mean, it's to the point where we can actually like advertise meeting Chidge and Clayton and some of these guys that people have heard so much on our trips is, uh, is an attraction. And it's because they're so damn cool in person. So, uh, again, message from Chidge and we'll be back with more. Well, well, well. 1,000 shows. The London is Blue podcast boys have done it. I'm amazed. And I'm also incredibly proud. And and I have huge respect for, for that achievement. Um, My God, you've even done it before we have. What's going on? We, we must have been slacking. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's huge. It's huge. And it's hard work. I know how much hard work you put into it. So massive, massive, massive congratulations from me your uncle Stamford Chidge and everybody on the Chelsea fan cast, because it is a huge milestone and well done, well done, well done. Um, I just have one uh, small question for you boys, really. Um, given that, you know, the Chelsea fan cast was kind of the inspiration for London is blue. Um, I just, you know, one question really, where's my cut? Where's my cut boys. That's all I'm saying. Where's my cut. Anyway, look, enjoy the moment. Uh, you you richly deserve it. And uh, I hope you get back over to London again soon because it was great to see you recently. So uh, I'll drink to that and I'll drink to the thousandth show. Well done and congratulations once again. No messages from these guys, but the Chelsea, uh, the other really OG Chelsea podcast when I was looking to start this one, you know, we're listening to them. I think there's one called The Shed at the time, but Andy, uh, Carrie and Gary, who we have now gotten to meet all three of them. Uh, obviously we've done a lot with Gary over the years, just met Carrie in London and we've done stuff with Andy and got to know him on a, on a personal friendship basis as well. Again, the, the bright spots of the Chelsea community. Yeah. And it's funny because people still go to, I like this podcast more than the other, which is perfectly fine. None of the three groups of people that, uh, the one that is talking to you and the two that we have just mentioned, um, are territorial about it in any capacity. We just love the fact that you're a Chelsea supporter and you're listening to a podcast and you're increasing your connection to the club. And Andy was also someone we had a chance to see in Porto as well in the fan zone and, and see him before that. We've had a chance to uh, kind of hang out with him at the, the Cock Tavern before a match or two as well. And so, you know, just a, another genuine group of people who've been so ultra supportive of uh, us coming into this community when we got started and continuing to find ways to support one another throughout this this time period. All right. Well, uh, again, no messages from them, but that's because we just got to see them in person. So <laughs> we love we love that uh, journalists as like, again, you talk about milestones and just like reaching to this point. Um, we've gotten to become such good friends with like these journalists that are fabric of the Chelsea universe. Right. 
Um, you know, we've had Simon Johnson on from the beginning, you know, it was like an arsenal tradition. We would have him on a Mm -hmm. lot, uh, Liam from when he was at ESPN FC and we've gotten dinner and beers with him. Uh, we got to see Simon in Minneapolis, uh, obviously Adam Newsom, who just announced he's leaving football.london, which sucks because we got to meet up with him in person this summer, uh, and got to do the summer tour with him, which was so again, again, like getting to meet these people in person, like doing the podcast is fun, but like face to face with these people, they are some of the like just greatest people. And we're so lucky Mm. to have their smart minds contributing to Chelsea content, you know, daily, weekly. Yeah, and and of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, Matt Law, who we do Matt Law specials with every couple of weeks, and our good friend, Nizar Kinsella. Matt Niz! These guys are now a buddy comedy duo. Um, when we get them together, our, our live show from Classic Football Shirts was fun. Our live shows from, from Vegas were fun. I mean, it's, uh, you know, both these guys have been so great um, to hang out with us. And they're trusted voices, right? I mean, uh, part of the reason why people love those episodes is because they ask hard questions. They do deep dives into different content areas. They do great interviews themselves. And so, uh, you know, we've been very lucky to build our relationships, Dan, with, with those two in particular. Yeah, we are very fortunate that uh, they're willing to spend time with, uh, you know, I think when we kind of uh, pinged, like, you know, Naz initially, like the first time, like, hey, we're going to be in uh, Minneapolis and do you want to, like, talk to us about our podcast? And we, like, approached him in the media section and got, like, the the awkward photo, like the first time (laughs) photo when you meet someone. (laughs) Yeah, you guys are like, that's Nizar Kinsella. I'm like, who is that? You're like, he writes for goal.com. And I just completely missed it. And we were like whispering, and he was like three seats over, like a bunch of awkward teenage boys. Well, it's also like the, the first time we, we got Matt on, and, you know, we kind of had to like, you know, DM or like, hey, can you DM us? We would like to have you on the show to talk to people. It's hey, look of, at me. Look at me know. and your hundreds of thousands of followers. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's been really special. And, and, you know, I think part of getting to the point of, you know, where people took notice and not not just the uh, ability to pump out a lot of podcasts was when we also started for a period of time. We posted on We Had Got No History, which had some additional exposure. And, you know, I think uh, Graham and, uh, you know, even more so David. Uh, played a played a big part. Uh, David Pastor, DPZ, as many know, uh, with his very dry wit, um, <laughs> very very dry. Uh, you know, almost like the the desert sands themselves. Uh, he uh, you know definitely has been uh, been a large part of uh, of us getting this across the line too. Yeah, we saw a nice bump in downloads when we went there. Uh, it was a great community. Um, the I tell you though, Nick, the editorial oversight that those two gave us in the beginning—it made it tough. It was it was uh, it was pretty loose. <laughs> they made pretty us loose. publish it on our own. <laughs> they yeah. gave us full yeah. access. All right, I guess I guess we'll do it. Um, you know, David David's obviously come on a number of trips with us. He's probably one of our more cap guests throughout the years. And you know, I I remember one particular trip, uh, the post New Year's. Eve uh, show that we did on New Year's Day when we were all hung over his balls in my hotel room. We were sitting on the floor, ice packs on our heads and caffeine everywhere. And we just kind of rattled through some midseason grades. And it was it was honestly one of the funnier things that we've done uh, together. And, and I'm I just, you know, of course, love PZ. But we will hear a quick note, uh, an audio note from Naz and, uh, and Adam Newsom. 
Uh, I'm surprised you didn't call it the fact that we went on the uh, the Napa escapades with DPZ too. Oh yeah, that's right. The Napa escapades. I forgot about that. Missed Damn out. It. That was great. That was a great time. All right. Well, on that note, a uh, huge shout out to these this group, and uh, we'll be back with even more. Hi guys, Nizaki Seller here. I'm a regular on the podcast and uh, write about Chelsea. Have done for about seven or eight years, and. And early on in my career, I met the London is Blue podcast guys, you know, Dan, Nick, Brandon, um, down in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We were watching Chelsea's preseason game against Inter. And little could I have known uh, how big this podcast would have grown to the 1,000th episode. Um, but I just met three three brilliantly nice people um, and, and didn't know what would become of this podcast. But since then... I've met up with them again in the United States, in the UK as well, in front of crowds of people who absolutely adore the podcast, the way they tell the stories about Chelsea FC. Uh, and it's been amazing. I've had some great experiences. I remember Dan picking me up from the airport when I was in Tampa, Florida, and taking me out to a few of the breweries out there. Um, an absolute you know, great way to arrive in the States, just having Dan sort of chaperoning you. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've had, you know, just brilliant moments with all, all the guys, you know, as, as, as sort of friends, uh, and also sort of working together on helping them build like, you know, the best Chelsea podcast around. So yeah, it's amazing. Some of the stuff we've talking talked about what Chelsea have been through in that time. Um, and yeah, uh, it's not easy to cover Chelsea in the way they've done it, um, with so much content relentlessly for so long and I have a little bit of a flavor of that having sort of done the same on my journey as a as a reporter but yeah I think it's been a great connection um in terms of friendship and uh, in terms of producing content that you guys have hopefully enjoyed so uh yeah this is my message for everyone who's listening thank you a lot and and same as well for the the three guys who run the pod hi guys just wanted to say congratulations on your upcoming thousandth show takes an absolute huge amount of effort and commitment to get to that number and I know there's countless Chelsea supporters across the world who uh, rely on your content appreciate your content um, and are very grateful for it uh, what you've managed to to build is is really special I'm very very grateful that you have enabled me to be a very small part of of your journey together um, and I'm really looking forward to what comes next because i'm only expecting bigger and better things over the years so yeah fantastic achievement congratulations um and enjoy it if you can believe it we actually have more people beyond this group that that like us and help us and hang out with us and 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 they're friends right like there's there's just so many different ways to bucket these people you could say at the middle of the venn diagram dan they're all friends um, but what we've been able to do is collect all the heroes from the multiverse, as you guys would say. And um, there's wow, I'm proud of you. more I'm proud people. Of you. You did it. It, took, it took a thousand episodes. More people we got in there, ladies and gentlemen. with other perspectives that I think this is what's key to everything, Dan. We don't know everything. We don't claim to know any everything. But what we do a really good job of is finding out who does know a hell of a lot about something and ask them to be on and having an engaging, thoughtful conversation with them. And like they're this is just a, a fun bucket of people that really, I think kind of proves that point beyond just the, the kind of pseudo professionals and slash real professionals that we have above, above in this episode. Yeah. There's no secret that 
people who like Chelsea want to spend time talking about Chelsea with other people. And this group is no exception. I think when you look at uh, our, our very good friend now, Mike Ryan Reese, who uh, was doing the official club podcast at a time before Meadowlark uh, spread its wings and is now like... <laughs> As this massive wingspan, it probably could cover the entirety of America, maybe parts other parts of the world, which is what he's doing and how wonderful he's been to us over uh, the past few years as we've got a chance to meet him and engage with him. Um, Nick is, you know, that's a really, uh, really special friendship. Yeah, I've got to hung, uh, hang out in person with him. Uh, he invited us into his cabana last summer, which was fantastic, but uh, my favorite memory uh, with Mike is obviously from the Champions League final where we FaceTimed him. He was in yeah. Florida in the pub. We were in Porto. And, you know, I, I don't think we could hear a fucking word each other were saying. It didn't matter. The you know, facial. The that, yeah. The fact that we were all just there in that moment together, I think, was so incredibly special. And he's he's been so good to us, man. He's obviously one of the best content creators period in in the whole country over here and you know for him to take a little bit of time to hang out with us and, and build a friendship with us brandon it's been awesome yeah the facial expression said it all look when mike was doing the official podcast we were constantly in communication talking about stuff like it, and i think that was just the best part about it i remember sitting out with him in boston and just like chat and shop about things he is we're so grateful to to have such a, a well-connected person um, you know, be a part of the journey. And he is so down to earth. Like, like everyone, you know, they'd be like, oh, are you like rivals with Mike Ryan now? We're like quite the opposite. I think we had him on more while he was on the Chelsea podcast than oh, we yeah. have not. And that, a lot of it's because he's too busy to do it, but um, quite the opposite. Very, very good friends. Um, another person we FaceTime from Porto, Dan, was CJ Zoma, who we just got to meet in London. Uh, he is your non-traditional guest, but we've had him on the podcast multiple times, a current NFL player. If anyone did the FaceTime test to see who the most famous person on my phone would be, it would be CJ. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if CJ actually picked up. I think I think there maybe a bit was uh, it went to audio and we, we didn't necessarily get it across the line there. But I think CJ might be best known now for helping us even further popular, uh, popularize the why not us agenda when it comes to getting it out into the world. He was able to uh, adapt that for the Bengals and they got very, very close uh, to, to winning a Super Bowl with him on that roster. Uh, I think if he was in full health and uh, full fitness, that would probably would have been the difference. Uh, you know, I think they would have won in that regard. But uh, yeah, what, what a wonderful uh, friend and soul and individual. And, uh, you know, I think he's uh, very excited for the upcoming NFL season. Yeah, I'm right. Uh, Tracy from Chelsea Pride, Scott from Care for Youth. Again, Nick, going to people who know stuff that we don't know and, and being able to connect with them. We're uh, experts, and they're so friendly with their time. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll touch on Tracy. I'll let Dan take Scott. It's It's been so wonderful getting to know Tracy. Tracy does uh, so much work with Chelsea Pride to make the, the club even more accessible and inclusive to uh, fans from all different backgrounds and, and walks of life. And, uh, it, you know, her energy and personality is just incredible. And every time she's on, it's just, she's the most excitable person that we, that we get on the show. And it, I think that comes through your speakers when, when you hear her talk. So uh big love to, to Tracy. We got to hang out uh, 
twice uh, last year after Chelsea won the league and won the FA Cup um, in uh, for the women's team, and, and it was just absolutely fantastic. And so, yeah, big love to you, Tracy. And look, when you go away to Leeds, when you get approached from behind and someone As grabs you around your shoulders... It can be a little bit of a scary experience, uh, but when it turns out to be Scott, also known as Care 3 Youth, it is uh, quite the special moment when he recognized the American voices and uh, f- you know faces that he's potentially seen and comes up to say hello and walk with us for a few minutes as he's looking to get back to his car and make his way back home. Again, it's when you go over to London, when you go over to a match, you are spe- like it is the only thing that you're deciding to do when you're there as a visitor. But you are folding into the regular day and life of other individuals, and so sometimes getting to meet up can be difficult and challenging. And uh, the fact that we had an opportunity to have that one moment together was was really really special, and uh, we look forward to hopefully many more. And then last but certainly not least here, uh, Patrick Larson and RJ notice good RJ good things on Twitter. Look, if if you know of two people that are more positive than these two, I challenge you to find them. Uh, you talk about community builders. You talk about um, adding positive conversations uh, to the to the the universe that we live in. Uh, these two, while on opposite ends of the world, quite literally, RJ being in Australia and Patrick in Georgia, uh, again, just friends that we've met along the way, and uh, they've you know I've been doing the. Um, the the Twitter spaces. Uh, Patrick's been on a bunch of those before the Champions League. RJ's done YouTube with us and stuff, but they've always just been super supportive um, and and given us some some helpful feedback along the way. And those are people we listen to because because we know they're tuned in. So huge thank you to them. Uh, again, more messages from a handful of these people uh, before our last section. So here we go. I want to wish the London is blue guys a happy thousandth episode. Nobody in the uh, Chelsea content game does it better than you guys. Honest, level-headed reviews, great interviews, great insight. You know I love you boys. Ever since I first met you, you welcomed me into your loving arms, and I'm deeply appreciative of your friendship. Congrats. Here's to a thousand more. Hello, everyone. It's Scott, Carefree Youth. I just wanted to say congratulations on closing in on 1,000 podcasts. To everybody involved in the London is Blue podcast, I just wanted to quickly say thank you for everything that you've done over the years. Keep up the great content, and here's to the next 1,000. Up the chills. Hey, guys. Patrick Larson from Georgia. Uh, Nick, Brandon, and Dan, I wanted to say congratulations on 1,000 episodes. My friends, that's absolutely amazing. What you've built in, in, in a relatively short period of time is incredible. And th- something like this doesn't happen without a lot of hard work. And to all the people that work on the show, congratulations to them as well, everyone that you collaborate with. And thank you for just giving Chelsea fans a voice and for putting out content all the time. And you and I love that you not only cover just the men's team, but the women, the academy, um, the history of the club. You cover all aspects of Chelsea Football Club because it's all one family. And... I love the care that you guys take with it, the hard work that you put in, and I just love listening to the show. So you've got a big fan here in Georgia. Congratulations once again, and keep up the great work. Hey, guys. RJ here from Down Under, Sydney, Australia, a.k.a. RJ underscore good things. Just want to congratulate you on your thousandth episode. Wonderful achievement. I really admire your passion, your insightful perspectives, your complimentary personalities, the friendship you guys have fostered. 
your strategic networks, the innovation you've brought, and your relentless consistency. It's pretty Kante-esque, some would say. But overall, guys, really appreciate the fantastic podcast series you've, you've conjured up. It's something that I'm sure many others like myself really turn to each week and just really enjoy the way in which you position the Chelsea conversation and keep us informed and just provide different viewpoints. So, look, I've had the pleasure of linking up with Brandon previously and hope to do so in the future because you guys are an awesome crew and all the best and I look forward to the next 1,000 episodes. Take care, guys. Cheers. All right. For those of you that have made it this far, the cherry on top. A bit of a treat. We said that the club has gone above and beyond for us on this one. Um, they've they've now tripled down at this point. They've given us a player interview. They've let us record with Lee Parker, pitch side, and they've even given us some tributes, Dan, from current players. And again, when the club sends you over clips like these, you just go, holy shit. Is it today Thursday? What is going on? Well, look, it's it's three players, uh, two of which uh, in many fans who, if you've just watched the men's first team, have had a chance to enjoy watching them play for Chelsea over the past few seasons, uh, and one who is uh, up and coming, but I'm, I'm sure is going to get a, a sniff of the first team opportunity in the hopefully near future, but uh, Gaga Slonina, Mason Mount, and Trev Chalaba all uh, providing some really nice messages uh, recognizing the podcast, which uh, Nick is a crazy thing to say because it's really more, this show is more about us recognizing their contributions to what we get to experience. <laughs> yeah, and Mason, uh, Mason in particular is featured on the show before, but it is... Um, yeah, it's just a it's just a wildly cool day. Like to get these uh, clips over in WhatsApp on a Wednesday or Thursday morning, and to go, oh wow, <laughs> that's pretty insane. Uh, yeah, big shouts to these three for taking the time and and making this just that much more special. Yeah, we've gotten a couple of these from Mason as well. We got a preseason one uh, from him, and like I said, we've gotten to know him. Trevo has been a fan favorite. We made that design uh, when he scored his opening goal on his debut. Uh, a couple seasons ago and obviously Gaga, you know, goalkeepers union and an American, which is really cool. Cause obviously we have so many listeners in the United States, uh, pretty naturally because of where we live and things like that. But, um, again, just thanks to the club, but thanks to the players. I think you can see that there's some genuine friendliness in these videos. Uh, you can hear it in their voice and we're so excited. So, uh, quick messages from these three players, uh, before we wrap it up. Hi everyone, it's Trevor Chalaba here. Just want to say congrats London is Blue podcast on uh, reaching a thousand episodes. Hey guys, this is Gabriel Sonina. Just want to congratulate the London is Blue podcast on reaching your thousandth episode. Congratulations guys. Hi, the London is Blue podcast. It's Mason here. Um, just want to say you're smashing it and obviously coming up to the thousandth episode is an unbelievable achievement. Um, keep working hard and hopefully see you guys soon. So that happened. <laughs> and uh, it's it's becoming more and more of a norm, which is so, so cool. Um, but last but wildly not least, um, we talk about the Discord community that we have. Um, we have hundreds of people in there uh, that, that all get along. They definitely do not share the same view, Dan. And that is okay because... <laughs> I don't know if they always get along, but they find way back to common ground, hopefully, uh, more often than not. But yeah, uh, just like any group, they 
they're there because of Chelsea. They're there because of the podcast. But it, it really is a community into it, unto itself now in terms of the conversations they have from everything on uh, the latest episode, Ted Lasso, or talking about The Mandalorian, to providing food recommendations in Charleston when somebody's going on vacation. And uh, it's a really special thing to see, you know, to watch the interaction to watch the relationships uh, blossom. Nick, I, I know that you're a frequent contributor to the Discord community. People <laughs> light up when you make what, an appearance. What is this? And... A fucking roast of me day? <laughs> Fuck off. My my favorite part of the Discord is honestly when people in there make fun of me without me seeing it, and then Dan and Brandon pass it along to me in, in iMessage, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> then I, I will I will do like a little sneak drop every once in a while. That's kind of my thing. But yeah, the, yeah look, I mean, these guys are unbelievable. And, and they are, yeah, they, they may not agree on everything, every take, every whatever. But this isn't Arsenal fan TV either. It's not poisonous, right? And and they do a good job of, of keeping each other um, together and, and I like that we've, we've met a handful of them in person whether it be on summer tours or when we took some folks over uh, this time and so it just to get to see their passion is amazing and it helps keep us going frankly you know because there there's some days when you're producing as much content as we are that it's like wow like I needed that little nice note it, it made it made me feel like we're doing something different and important here. Yeah. We've done a lot with Chelsea in America over the years. Uh, always tried to work with them as much as we can and, you know, promote the annual membership. And, you know, when people have questions, uh, especially about, hey, I'm traveling to this city or I live here. Do you know of anyone? The first thing we do is always try to connect them with uh, with a local chapter. There's nothing better than, than watching a game with friends, right? No one wants to go to the pub yeah. alone. No one wants to sit at home alone. Uh, so when uh, applicable, we try to connect again, build relationships, build communities. Um, you got the Chelsea women's supporters group that we've tried to do the exact same thing with. They've been so supportive as well, oh, you know, and, and again, Nick, it's just been um, such a positive add to the Chelsea verse. The, the nicest group of people. I mean, genuinely to get to hang out with them last year was, was absolutely fantastic. And um, yeah, I, 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 I love what they are doing for, that you know that the women's team and community and they're really building something special along with Chelsea Pride in that same kind of area and so yeah massive shouts to the uh, Chelsea women's supporters group they they get more time with players than anybody man the 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 team goes up to them right after every game uh, to to kind of big them up hey look there were there were plenty of photos and videos uh, post the FA Cup final last year where the many members of the Chelsea women's supporters group were hanging out with Emma Hayes and the players. Uh, at Box Park afterwards, and so, uh, yeah. If you're if you're not hanging out with the Chelsea Women Supporters Group and you're a Chelsea fan in London, you are are sorely missing out. Yeah, uh, obviously we shouted out the club uh, many times this episode. We will continue to do so because again, the access that they provided and the support they've given has been phenomenal. And at the end of the day, what would we be without the club? <laughs> We're pretty niche down that we only talk about the club. I mean. Um, you know, uh, and we talk about the club, like there's a lot of people behind the scenes that yes. make things go on there. Um, obviously it's more than the players, but you just think of everything that it goes into producing, um, the, the excitement every single week, week in, week out. Um, 
it, it, you know, when the club got shut down, you know, we tried to reach out to as many people as we could to try to help uh, bridge the gap and some things like that. And thankfully, they were taken care of. Um, but it, sanctioned, it, not shut down, but sanctioned, right? Correct. Like operations were paused. Um, it, but we, that's when you really realize just how many people go into this. It's far bigger than the manager and their playing staff. John, Tom, Adam, everybody, man. Like these guys have, have been fantastic uh, to get to know. And, um, you know, I think even down to, you know, like when we've been at Cobham, like they bring in video and audio support staff to help us out. Like there are a bunch of people who don't get the kind of public recognition that, you know, some of the players do, but they are absolutely integral to everything uh, running efficiently. And of course, you know, we've talked about Lee multiple times, but um, this is, you know, the community. I think you were right to call that out, Brandon, that there are a lot of people who make up the club. We are the club, the supporters of the club, uh, but to make the thing run, there are a bunch of people there. Yeah. You know, and you pick, you pick off that because then the things that go right in that, right. Chelsea supporters, trust Chelsea pitch owners. Um, these are the, the fabric that makes this a two way relationship. And we are so lucky, you know, to, to engage with both of those organizations. We're all members of both of those organizations and we see the value. And it's part of what makes Chelsea really unique, you know, like not many clubs have this relationship and this structure that we do, uh, at Chelsea. And, uh, again, it takes an absolute village to, to pull this stuff off. And again, we've gotten to connect with everybody and just the best people ever are involved in our club. And we should all be so, so grateful. It could be far worse. And we know that if you look around the mm -hmm. league, all right, last, 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 but certainly, certainly not least, Dan. Um, we, we kind of put a call out. If anybody who listens to us wanted to share some messages, um, we encourage them to send it just so we could kind of share those messages and kind of understand what this podcast does. It goes far beyond anything that we could have ever expected, whether it's geographically, uh, relationally, or just like impact in people's lives. It honestly, it reframed everything we do for me personally. Well, when we had responses from Spain, Nepal, Norway, Uzbekistan, and UK, US, different cities that we've been to, different cities we Australia. haven't been to. Australia. It's just quite surreal. And, uh, you know, we had comments like uh, from Janique, who we have uh, met a few times, but uh, have enjoyed uh, her kind of friendship and her being a listener for quite some time. Uh, that was great. I know that uh, and yeah, also made sure that the end of her comment was the classic LIBP sign off of keep the blue flag flying high, which is uh, great recognition. It shows you how uh, how much she understands uh, what the show does. Uh, I know, Nick, there was the message here from Scott as well that was uh, pretty touching from the UK where he talked about like how important the pod was, uh, you know, kind of in a personal moment that he was going through. Yeah, he, he had a, a couple of um, premature twins and just, you know, he, he shouted us out for, you know, putting out as much content as we did during the whole Why Not Us journey and helping him kind of. Uh, get through that medical struggle. Luckily, all is well now, and so he has a, a nice, healthy family. But um, it's it's absolutely wild that you know we just by putting this thing out had had such a a, a good impact on on him. And and of course, you know he's not the only one. I mean, it's we, we just we were reading all these messages before we jumped on Brandon 
Uh, we'll, we'll throw it to Liam next because I know this is your favorite one of the bunch. But uh, all these messages, we were like, holy shit. Like, they're, you just don't know how someone's feeling or going through their day. And so it's just a, a really amazing uh, thing for us to see. Yeah. Again, you know, Scott was just saying it was the only time he kind of got to disconnect and hit reset because it was such a tough time. Liam blows my mind here from Nashville was saying that not only does it help him get through his runs, it's actually he's used it to to so his dad listens and now it's actually deepened their bond as father son uh through chelsea in this podcast which again like i would have no idea ever that something that we do on a weekly basis um would have some kind of an impact like that and it just goes to show that um you know a lot of people i think take this what we do dan very surface levels like oh you guys are just you know chatting about the team and the club or whatever but in reality it, it is entertainment. It is an escape. It is a way for people to connect with friends and loved ones um, by just being the central part of that fabric. And again, it's just not in, I think, the job description of a podcast host when you think about it, um, but it's what makes this this so, so special. Uh, it definitely gave me callbacks to the captain's bar and meeting Martin and his son, Jack, and learning about their multi-generational oh, yeah. uh, Chelsea fandom. Uh, when I when I read this one, that was uh, it was really cool. There was a uh, uh, CJ Flores who had a, another great comment here, but he kind of talked through that like we're the first Chelsea family he had, and that inspired him to go meet up with a local chapter and make friends that way. And hey, you know, just I think what a good chapter in Dallas! If you're in Dallas, CJ, and you got oh, to man. hang out with with that yeah. group, good luck. <laughs> B, BJ and yeah. CJ uh, combo, man. Those yeah. guys are, are wild down there. Uh, and look, look, we'll round it out by just saying we also had AJ from Texas as well. <laughs> uh, you know, talk, talked about, I think, just the opportunity to, to get um, – get involved when we were in Vegas. And, you know, I think we've created so many more memories in person now with people uh, than we've had before, because I think it's sometimes hard for the podcast to transition into a in-person uh, relationship. Uh, you know, I think like, like our friend, like Caleb as well, and uh, yep. his family too, is a, just another like example of where that's kind of happened for us. But, uh, you know, I think the the comment from AJ here talking about like hearing the name of the shout out via through a match review or other random tidbit, um, but like tunes in to hear you vent and me with my balanced optimism. Brandon tries to wrangle us, which he's trying to do to wrap up this episode here. But uh, congratulations on the thousand episodes. Wrangling <laughs> aggressively. AJ, look, remember Nick? AJ was in the studio with us. He was hanging oh, with yeah. us in Vegas, the pool party. like, And that's it. It's like you can take it. And like I now in my mind can picture AJ, right? And I know him. And it is so fun. So like it, 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 as much as it was fun for him to like get to meet us, like it, it's quite the same going the other way because yeah. we only see numbers and dashboards and shit on the back end. We don't get to see people a lot. So again, live events are the best. Yeah, they are the best. And yeah, he he was all over that weekend. He basically came to everything that we did. And yeah. boy, every time you say that pool party, I just get the biggest smile <laughs> on my face because what a time to be alive, you know? That was just epic. Yeah. Again, huge shout out to Ryan Kelly on that, by the way. And that's that's what it goes back to. Again, this Chelsea community never ceases to amaze me and the connections and the, hey, can we do this for you? And you're like, yes. Now, how can we bring in as many other people with us as we can? That's our approach to everything. I mean, we could have just VIP'd the shit out of that cabana, but we're like, no, let's bring our people with us. Let's get the journalists here. Like, we were just, how can we maximize this? And it was so, so fun. And we're just going to upsize 
this next summer tour uh big time there but we got to wrap at some point gentlemen we are we are long in the tooth but this one was you can't skip things right you can't get to 1000 episodes dan and just be like yeah you know it's a long time coming we're just happy we made it like no like there's a lot that went into this and it by no means was just us alone it never would have gotten to a thousand with just us yeah we're we're not uh we're not we're not uh, we, we had to box this lap before uh heading on to the box, back box, onto the track box, box. <laughs> yes <laughs> and so uh you know we've had our moment here we've had an opportunity to thank our, our friends to thank those who've helped support us to you know our, our, our families too we didn't maybe thank them enough during this episode but they've put up with uh, all of our crazy shenanigans Dude. over nine years of putting this together and that's another group who uh, goes on notice potentially in terms of uh, giving us the support that we need to put this together. But you know, I think, Nick, we, we want to leave the listeners who've made it this far, who listened all the way in, a very special thing which we did not highlight at the beginning, but we will also drop some hints about the rest of episode 1000 extravaganza week about what comes next. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've uh, hinted at this in, in on, on, on social media. And so uh, at, at some point, you're going to get it here this week, and I believe it's Wednesday. Uh, we got to interview a member of the board at Chelsea, um, which is fascinating. The stories are incredible. My goodness. Um, and I will leave it at that. Because it's not what you would expect from a board member, just <laughs> saying. <laughs> no, nope. it, was, nope. it was pretty incredible uh, to do that. And then uh, I think the the heavy hitter comes on Friday when we get to talk to a member of the uh, the Chelsea first team on the men's side. And you will not want to miss that um, because it is uh, it's quite good. Yeah. Unfortunately, our timing was just a bit off with the women's side. We had we had plans in place, but, you know, they made the Conti Cup final. So uh, that took precedent, of, obviously. Otherwise, we would have absolutely loved to have snagged someone uh, from the women's team as well. But so blessed. Again, I, I just we can't say thank you enough and just know that, like, even if we didn't say you by name and you know you've been involved with this, like, we know it. Like, we appreciate it. Uh, we see you. We're so thankful for you. Um, when you've been doing this for as long as we have, um, there's just infinite people that have come and gone throughout the years. And and when we've needed help at certain times, there's always been someone to step up um, and do it. And if anything, there's probably been people that have asked to help that we just haven't been in a position to accept it. And we're sorry, but we're growing and expanding. And hopefully those opportunities come around again. But uh we, we don't do this as a full-time job, you know, right. like it shocks people to learn that. But, uh, you know, like even when we have thrown, when we've done like charity initiatives, like you guys rally so quickly on those things that it's, it's absolutely incredible. And I think, again, if you've, if, if there's one theme throughout this whole episode, it's community. Like, again, this is not about us as much as it is about you and, uh, you know, allowing us to continue to grow and, and do this thing. So we are, uh, we're extremely humbled, uh, after seeing all these messages, after hearing all the funny tidbits and Louie, um, I I'm just saying this for you. I lovingly am telling you to fuck off again. Uh, but it's, it's absolutely fantastic, Dan. Onward to episode 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Very invigorated and, and re-energized to continue. To Why, not us, forward. Dan? So. Why not us, Dan? So. Why not us? 
the things we pulled off. Why uh, not pods? Look, you can even say chaos and trophies. That got made it to Ted Lasso in the Chelsea episode. So uh, interesting, interesting. Huh. Hmm. Add add that to the old Hall of Fame board we've got started. So, anyways, thank you again, to everybody. We're out because we got to go out. But trust me, there's a ton of content coming this week. As always, it's just celebrate celebration week. So some special stuff coming your way. So until next time, Chelsea fans, you know what to do. Keep the blue flag flying high.